fine people on both sides. An Ohio grand jury today declined to indict two white Cleveland police officers in the shooting death of 12-year-old Tamir Rice. And Governor Scott, the last thing we need to do is to monkey this up. So even though we face the difficulties of today and tomorrow, I still have a dream. We are oppressed. We are exploited. We are downtrodden. We are denied not only civil rights, but even human rights. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us again this week. We are here uh, podcasting while black. It's Chanel and Glenn. What's up, people? <laughs> it's been a while, but thank you for hanging there with us as we uh, talk again about some impactful discussions we have on the agenda during today's podcast. The Jay-Z and NFL deal we're going to talk about. Chris Cuomo getting upset about the Fredo slur. And we'll have some fun at the end when we're talking about, you know, do you use a washcloth or your hands to bathe? There you go. <laughs> Just to run it down a little bit. Okay, so yes, let's sir. get started. Um, Yeah, on the agenda, effective August 13th, Jay-Z uh, struck a deal with NFL. Well, actually, Rock Nation and NFL struck a deal that Rock Nation would now advise on the selection of artists for all the major NFL performances like the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah. You know what? I try to give people the benefit of the doubt sometimes, but this looks like some pure fuckery. <laughs> it do. Like, you know what? So here goes my problem with it. Okay. You know, you had Cap. Cap was kneeling. NFL said, fuck all that. Stop kneeling. You know, this ain't about protesting. This ain't about black shit. This is about football. They got rid of him to make an example out of this shit to tell black people like if you do this on our national stage we're gonna get rid of you jay-z does and tells people like yo yeah i remember stay it. away from the nfl don't do that you know i ain't i ain't performing i ain't doing this i ain't doing that he was telling what travis uh, travis scott travis scott not to do it i think he blocked rihanna from doing that i think there yeah. was a couple of people who he was like nah like don't mess with the nfl so then all of a sudden magically He's like, nah, nah, dog. They all good now. Hova. <laughs> like, nah, I just don't yeah, get it. It's like, it's, because my thing is, it looks like from the outside that the NFL knew that Jay-Z is a powerful figure. And it's one of them things where, like, if we need to get past this, we need to befriend Jay-Z. So it looks like they gave Jay-Z a business offer. Like, look, you help us with this social initiative. And on the back end, we'll allow you to A, control the halftime shows and everything else like that through Rock Nation. And then we'll allow you to be a part owner of a team. Because right. now, how can you be um, a, 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 par, a person fighting for freedom if now you're a part of the same organization that you're fighting? Now, I do get the fact that they're saying like, well, you know what? Now you have a black man at the table and now you might yeah, have some changes. Right so yeah. I can I could kind of see it on that aspect. But my thing was, is that the, the, the NFL hasn't atoned for what they've done to Kaepernick or they haven't done like to me, it's all talk like to me. With much black people that play football, as much black people that support the game, this should have been a no-brainer years ago. You know what I mean? And it just it just doesn't feel right to me. It I mean, it doesn't to me either. I enjoy his music, but he's not the uh, he hasn't impacted our community so much where we got to follow him down this rabbit hole. And 
Like, let's see, like, he's the grand wizard, and, okay, Jay-Z has something up his sleeve, and at the end of this tunnel, we're going to be like, oh, okay, that's why he did it. And now we're all changed for the better for it. I mean, it's just the NFL here. Uh, (laughs) Just as a disclaimer, I don't think grand wizard was probably the best conversation for my bad. <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm just saying. saying you might, I know where you go with that, but <laughs> I mean, people are treating him. I look at the comments on social media in reaction to this contract or this collaboration between the NFL and Rock Nation, and some people are still like, "Well, we're gonna sit back and see." You know, Jay Z knows what he's doing, and Jay Z knows what he what he is doing when it comes to making money for himself. Yo, and again. I don't see you know, how it's I, been I agree. Again, me. I like Jay. I like Jay's music, and I'm not. I, before I start kicking him in the ding ding, he has done some 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 good. Yes. He did put his money where his mouth is. Like I think he helped uh, an African village get water to their village. He donated money for that. Yes. He donated money money to Columbine to 9/11. I think him and Beyonce have a scholarship fund where they send kids to college every year. So I'm not saying that Jay Z is socially like mute. But there has been some instances where stuff is a little shaky with Jay and business. Like I understand the split between him and Dane Dash. Like Dane was tripping, you know, Dane was kind of seemed like he was the loose cannon and he was doing a lot of, of fuckery that was hurting the company. But to split the company up, cut a deal with Def Jam on the back end to reclaim the name Rock Nation and then cut him out. So he, ultimately he sold the company gave him his part, restarted the company under the same name, and that's Shiesty. You know, and Dane was his man, though. You know what I mean? Dane was his man. And then Apparently there was conversation about him and his wife. Money. So that, is, again, I don't want to, these are all rumors, so I'm not trying to start no shit, but, but it just seems that uh, I, I, I don't want to believe that he's doing this as a money grab. That he is believe I, it, I, I, but you know what? I sometimes no you got to call a spade a spade, there and it's no just way. I doesn't make to, doesn't make sense. Glenn, you know what I told you earlier it goes back to the whole Eagles fan, Chip Kelly. You know this this great coach that came from college football. You know he was doing a phenomenal job with college football, and then he becomes a head coach of an NFL team, the Eagles. And for the first year, he dismantled our team to the point where we were thinking in the beginning, "Oh, he must know what he's doing." Just for the record, I knew he knew what the fuck he was doing. <laughs> soon as he cut Phil, soon as he cut, uh, what's the Jackson? Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, soon as he cut Deshaun Jackson, I was yeah. like, "This motherfucker crazy." I say he's like the best Halfway receiver through, in the though, league. I'm just saying that the reaction to Jay-Z collaborating like, with the NFL right now is just so reminiscent of the reaction that Eagles fans had toward Chip Kelly slowly dismantling our team because we thought that he knew all because of his reputation and that, okay, he must know what he's doing. And then halfway through, we're like, oh, my God, this guy... <laughs> He ruined our team. I think we wind up winning three games that that year. It was really bad. So all I say is I enjoy his music, but in the end, he talks about it in his music how he wants to create a legacy of generational wealth for his family. And I think when it comes down to it, he's about self. And I think it comes down to creating it so that Blue, Sir, and Rumi will have generational wealth for years. I mean, for him to be a part owner of NFL team, that is a very small selection of ownership, you know, that you have to really vet and be a part of. I think Sean Combs has been trying to be an NFL owner for years. 
they really are selective on who they choose. So for him to get in there, I mean, that's going to set him up for a while. My problem is, is that if you are in the front line of social justice against it, like you created this movement against the NFL. I don't have a problem with a black person owning a team. Right. I just have an issue where you're telling all these people around you not to make money with the NFL for you to turn around and, and make money that. for the NFL. You're right. That's, that's the part that bothers me. If he, yeah. if that's my thing is I'm a, I'm a billionaire. I got leverage. I got pool. I got control. I, I have the ear of the black people. Um, now, because you're a part of the same system, how can you hold them accountable anymore? You know, that's that's my thing. Like, if I'm now a part of the structure of I'm part of a team, so now I got a pony in the in the in the race. How can I sit back now and criticize? Because during that press conference, when Charlemagne asked him that question about you know about your why did your position pretty much change? To me, I wasn't his answer wasn't satisfactory. Feel, it it didn't feel right to me. Because, again, you told people not to watch the NFL. You told people not, <laughs> not to, to get their money. You're you right. know what I mean? To the point where Maroon 5 had to donate their shit because <laughs> yeah. they got so much slack because he created it. That's right. You know, that's like saying, that's like saying I'm, I'm going against, like, let's say Walmart. I'm, I'm not saying that they are, but let's say Walmart did something racist. And then I'm like, don't shop at Walmart. Walmart's bad. You go into Walmart. I'm like, boo, nigga, boo. Don't go to Walmart. And then Walmart, the next week, I'm like, listen, my new shirt's going to be in Walmart. <laughs> exactly and now I'm a part owner. Yep. Like, eh, it smells funky. It, it smells doesn't seem like to funky. me. It's plus, actually, the role, when you dig in it a little deeper, because Rock Nation, which is an entertainment company, I know they, he does, uh, rock through Rock Nation, he is representing a few athletes. So it acts as a sports agent, you know, firm as well. But anyway, Rock Nation really was solicited by the NFL for advisement on entertainment. I think that and was I, a ruse. I just think that they know that they needed to get Jay-Z back on their side. So just in name only. Couple, no, in I name think, only then. Yeah, I, no, no, no. I think what it was is that Jay, he said, we need you to kind of fall back from what you're doing. And he was like, what's in it for me? You know what I mean? Like that what's in it for me mentality. And they cut him a deal where they can put money in his pocket. It's like, to me, they bought his allegiance. That's what it looks like. They bought his face. Yeah. They like, look, we have him on our side now. Like, now come like, on over. And that's one, one of the thing, things where I don't, well, I don't like that. Yeah. At Cause all. one thing that white people do do is that every time they find themselves in some racial type of problem, they find the first famous black person they can get. They sit them on their lap and say, look, niggas, you know, Al Sharpton says, I'm good now. Well, Donald Trump did you know, that. I mean, know, that, people with, with Steve Harvey, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, Jim Brown, absolutely. Kanye West. Absolutely. He came and like, look, as a photo opportunity, look who I have look, on my side. Like, look, like, look, it, like we're know. not racist anymore because Jay-Z is here with us. But, you know, who are they doing that for? Are they doing that for black people? Do they think that we are gullible and naive and that we will fall for that okie doke? They think that one of the biggest problems i think 
is that they think that black people share a hybrid mind, like a monolithic mind. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's like they think that because all of a sudden now Jay Z or they used to use Al or Jesse like that all the time, like they're like the representatives of black thought. And there's people out there right now who's not going to agree with me because black people have their own opinions. We all don't think the same. Some people are going to say that Jay-Z is doing what he knows how to do and and they believe in him. Some people are going to question it, you know, because we all have our own opinion. But But white people don't see that. White people think that if I can get a powerful black person to back me, like um, Bill Maher was the was the big example of that. He sit back and said house nigga on TV. He got his feet burnt. You know what I mean? Got his feet put in the fire. He got burnt on it, right? This next show after that, who did he have on there? He Ice went Cube. and found his black friends. He went and found Ice Cube, which kind of disappointed me that Ice Cube would do that. He went and got Ice Cube. He went and got, um, um, what's the other dude? Uh, the, the, the reverend. Um, the one that was speaking at a Rift funeral that was like using the big ass words. And I was like, this Michael Dyson. Yeah, Michael Dyson, like the human black dictionary. He is, he he went and got him, and then they put his feet to the fire, and they told him when he was wrong. But after the after they did that, they kissed and made up, and that's what white people do when they need to make better with Black America is that they find a powerful black person who are their friend or whoever, and they they try to get them to vouch for them, and that's what the NFL did with Jay Z. And I, I mean, I wonder if he's shocked by the criticism and the fallout. Um, it's it's kind of middle of the road. And I just again on social media, I'm I'm reading the reactions to articles, and it's it's really fifty fifty. You have the diehard hip hop, you know, fans Jay Z, who are like, I'm gonna see where this goes. I appreciate and applaud Jay Z for doing this. And then you have the other side that is like, what the heck are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, including Eric Reed, who also uh, settled with the NFL. You know, he protested with Colin Kaepernick and he thinks that the move that Jay-Z is doing with the NFL is despicable. That's actually a term he used. He said, it's outrageous that you would go and seek to fill your own pockets with money while my man over here, Colin, still doesn't have a job. And in fact, you didn't even seek his you didn't even talk to him. And that's what Eric Reed is upset. You didn't even talk to Colin before you did this. You there was nothing there was no words between the two of you. Um and you know, that's one of the, the things that I'm I'm scrutinizing, like, what is going on here? I mean, I, I do do love the music and the projects that him and his wife do, but for me that's as far as it goes with Jay Z is that he's I love his the music he puts out. I love the art he puts out. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to social justice, I mean, I'm not, I'm shocked, but what can you really expect? He, he got into the game to make money from the, from being a drug dealer to being a CEO of a, of a, of rock nation. He's in the game to make money and it's just fulfills and furthers his agenda. Uh, I, I agree. Like it's one of them things where like, you know, you got the first rap billionaire. You know what I mean? So you want to root for him. But I guess, like they say, you know, if you don't sell out a little bit, can you really make that much money? But if you think about being a rapper, why does someone be a rapper? He was a rapper because what? Wasn't he selling drugs? I really don't know a story like that. But he was selling drugs, right? Yeah. And why you sell drugs? To make money for yourself, right? Yeah. For survival. Yeah. And then, okay, he 
then became a rapper. Again, for who? For him or for the community? No, I'm for himself. Pretty sure he's going to make money for himself. <laughs> I never got a Jay-Z check. <laughs> exactly. So his whole entrepreneurship was inspired by self. Like, okay, I'm out here. How can I get mine? And that's the name of the game in hip hop is, is just rapping about how I got mine. And so he just continuously doing it. Even when it comes to backstabbing friends, he's doing it to get mine. I mean, prior to coming on today, I heard grumblings about he actually advised Jermaine Dupree to turn down a similar collaboration with the NFL. And then here he comes accepting the same offer. Mm. So Jermaine mm. Dupree hasn't come out on record yet to collaborate that story, but there are people who know about it who have already spoken out and have said that, yo, Jay-Z just told JD, don't do that. And then here he comes along and does that. So I'm sure that's going to unfold as the weeks go on. But I don't know how you can affect social justice while advising on the Super Bowl halftime show. That's that's the connecting of the dots I don't get. Yeah, I guess one of the biggest thing that killed me was he said was that the, the whole situation wasn't about Caps getting his job back. It was about social injustice. And I'm like, eh, was it really? Like, I, I, cause I could have sworn that it was kind of both. How do you impact social justice while you're just the no, advice, the consultant on the Super no, but, Bowl but, halftime no, show? No, but what I mean is, is that Jay Z's, um, what he was trying to say was like, you know, it's not about Cap's job; it's about you know social injustice, and I'm here to fix social injustice and da 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 da, right? But it was about Cap losing his job. We were mad at the fact that the NFL didn't respect Cap's peaceful protest and they fired him for protesting. To teach him a Even lesson. though Tebow, the double standard, Tebow was kneeling on the field during the anthem for abortion issues and nobody said nothing and the NFL never said nothing and they said that it was... Um, it was, you know, it was outstanding that he's standing for up, you know, cause Tebow couldn't do no wrong. He was like the, you know, the poster boy for the NFL for a while, but here you go Kaepernick. All he's saying is, is that police brutality is wrong and the NFL got rid of him and they blacklisted him and he won a lawsuit because of it. He did so win and that's when people don't really, I don't think that's out there that yes, he's not working, but he did prove his case in court. To show that yes, there was collusion amongst the owners to keep him out of the league, and he settled for an undisclosed amount of money. So my thing is, so then when Jay Z gets up there and says like, "Well, it's not about Cap's job," well, then why did you tell people not to go to these, not to do business with the NFL? Like, what was, I, was it because of the fact that Cap lost his job because he stood up for social injustice? But now it's not about that anymore because now you're making money with them. Listen, he's I, hyper I, past protesting. I think like, that was I, and quote. I get it. We're, we're, if we're past protesting and now we're at the stage of, and, and I, I do agree with that. You protest something when you finally get their ear, then you sit back and then you start negotiating terms and you start saying, okay, this is what we need. You start working with the player unions. You start doing whatever you need to do to make sure that black voices are not being humbled so that there isn't another Kaepernick situation within the NFL. So then what if the part of it is 
And this is the only way I see redemption in seeing this because he's going to now part two of this is that he's going to be a part owner of a team. The team has not been disclosed yet, but he'll be a part owner of a team. So what if the team he's going to be a part owner of, he gives Cap a job? So then that would be, oh, it makes sense. Oh, now we see what you were doing. And now if that is the case, that would be great. We're all holding our breath for that. Again, my situation is it's hard. It's like how can, like, using my Walmart analogy again, right? How can I hold Walmart's feet to the fire if now I'm a part of the Walmart structure? Like, and I guess maybe, maybe I need to play devil's advocate on that. Cause maybe now that there's a black man at the table, maybe now certain situations or certain issues won't happen as bad because of the fact that now a black person has a voice there. So I'm hoping maybe I'm wrong in the way I'm feeling. And now that Jay-Z is there and he's at the table, that there might be some changes on how the NFL treats minorities. But do you think he should at least call Cap on the phone and be like, hey, I'm about to Absolutely. do this deal? Absolutely. What I, do not you think only, of not it? only like, should look, he talk like, to Cap, Cap, but I appreciate your sacrifice and I know you've been out of work and, and things like that, but I, I'm thinking that if I have a seat at the table, I could make some greater changes. Not only shouldn't he talk to Cap, but he should have talked to Cap about it. To me, he should have got Cap's blessing. Also, mm-hmm. my thing is too, is that I ran a business for a while. Good business is if I tell somebody not to do something, right? And then I go and do it. That's shiesty shit. I, I at least would have went to Jermaine Dupree and brought him in on a deal. Like if I'm going to be a part owner of a team anyway, do I, do I really need rock nation to handle the halftime show? That's one show every year. So I'm a billionaire. I don't really need that Skrilla. I would have gave that to Jermaine Dupree because Jermaine Dupree already was working on that deal. I would have told Jermaine to me, I would have helped Jermaine Dupree get a better deal doing that. And I just would have took the ownership of a team because to me, that's also a conflict of interest. You're an owner of a team and now your company is doing the halftime. Like it just <laughs> seems all the way he's going to be the jack the of all trades. So he's going to apparently going to be, uh, helping with social justice. He's going to be helping with the halftime show. <laughs> he's going to be the owner of a team. Yo, he's doing it all. Well, my this is my final thought on the situation. Right now, the deal seems a little shaky. It seems like you did some real shaky shit to secure some money. However, I'm not on the inside. I don't know what's in your mind. As a black man, I just hope that you know what you're doing and that I'm dead wrong. And I'm one. This is one of the times where I hope I'm proven wrong. So. Yep. We got to see how this unfolds. All right, we'll close that chapter. This segment to this week. All right, we're gonna move on then to Cuomo and the term Fredo. Gangsta thug Cuomo. <laughs> He's like, I thought you know. down these fucking stairs. I was like, damn Cuomo. What Glenn is referring to? It's much different than being on the show, ain't it? (laughs) (laughs) Como got gangster and shit. What people don't know is that Glenn is referring to Chris Cromo, who is a CNN. um, He is a CNN pundit. Uh, He has his own show at primetime on CNN. And basically, he was uh, off air doing his own thing. I don't know if he was with family or not, but he was approached by 
someone who called him Fredo. Matter of fact, what I'll do is I'll let you guys hear it. So here goes the clip. I thought, I thought that's who you were. No, punk-ass bitches from the right call me Fredo. My name is Chris Cuomo. I'm an anchor on CNN. Oh, you're much... Fredo is from The Godfather. He was that weak brother. Isn't that your and brother? And they use though? it as an Italian aspersion. Any of you Italian? Are you Italian? It's a fucking insult to your people. It's an insult to your fucking people. It's like the N-word for us. Wow. Is, that, is that a cool fucking thing? You're a much more reasonable guy in person than you seem to be on television. Yeah, but if you want to play, then we'll fucking play. If you've got something you want to say about what I do on television, then say it. But I'm going to fall me. Hey, man, insult. hey, listen. What? I don't want any problems. Bro. Yeah, you're going to have a big fucking problem. What's the problem? It's a little different on TV. Don't fucking insult me like What's that. I didn't insult you. Yeah, I you call me Fredo. It's like I call you punk bitch. You like that? You want well, that to be I, your nickname? I didn't call you that. I, you I, called me Fredo. I you thought, know my name's not fucking Fredo. I thought your name was. You did not think my name was fucking Fredo. Don't be a liar. I want to be a man. Stand listen, up like a man. I'm standing up, man. You want to be a man out yeah, here. Then up. fucking own it. Then own what listen, you said. Hey, then own what you said. Listen, listen take man, I don't have what? a problem with you, man. Yeah, you're going to have a fucking problem. What? What are you going to do about it? I'll fucking ruin your shit. I'll fucking throw you down these stairs like a fucking punk. Please do. You don't want to You don't want to So you can fucking sue? Well, why don't you do it? Go take a swing. You want to call me Fredo? Take a fucking swing. Take a fucking swing. Watch your fucking hands. Take a swing. Watch your fucking hands. Take a swing. No, no, come on, boy. Come on, boy. So you want to call me shit? Call me shit then. I'm right fucking here. I'll fucking wreck your shit. I'll fucking wreck your shit. Stop. You didn't know what you were doing. I thought it was your name. I thought it was your name. You didn't know, right? You didn't know what you were saying, right? I thought it was his name. I'm breaking it up. I'm breaking it up. This is my buddy. Hey, look at all these cameras. You're in for it. You're in for it. I'm in for what? You're in for it. You call me Fredo? You're in for it. So, based on that, one of the things that gets me in that clip is that Fredo, which I did not know, was a derogatory term toward Italians that was prevalently used, okay? Especially when he said it's equivalent to the word nigger for black people. (laughs) I don't know about that. And then he referenced... The Godfather. So there's a little like I don't understand because Godfather came out when the seventies. So seventies. Whereas the word nigger has been used. (laughs) No, it's not even about the length of the word. Like I'm not even talking about the age of a word. I'm just saying the context of what the word is. I never heard of a racial epithet of Fredo being uh, penned on, um. On, on Italians, it was more of Fredo was just a, a, a way of saying that you were a weak person. Right. Like if you are Fredo, you are you're a snitch, you a snake, you are you're a traitor, you're a weak person. That's what I always thought with somebody like, oh, this dude like Fredo. You know what I mean? So, but for him to compare Fredo <laughs> to nigga <laughs> like, was what? like, how the hell you make that stretch? Like, yeah, like I ain't never seen. I don't know about I don't, that, I don't know. Chris. I don't, I don't know how many I like people you, Chris, Italians you know, got killed being called Fredo. Pretty, pretty much. People uh, wasn't hanging you from a tree calling let's, Fredo. Let's talk about, but let's just talk about, right, how gangster Como is. I will say that. But, you Como. know, he does show a little bit of that on his show. No, but Como he got does straight. show a little bit Como, of his show. Como did everything but grab his dick. <laughs> grab, if he would have grabbed his nuts and been like, oh. He was like, I'll wreck you. <laughs> He said, I'll wreck you. If he would have, listen, if he would have grabbed this dick and been like, I wreck your shit. Oh, straight on some straight Tony Soprano shit. If he would have been like, you know what? Fuck it. Forget about it. Somebody would have got whack. Somebody got whack. Yo, Como gangster as hell. He is. I was 
But you could see a little bit of it because sometimes when he talks to people on his uh, show, it comes out a little bit, you mm-hmm. know. But th- it really came out in that clip. But you could see a little bit of it. I'm like, okay, Chris. Of course, you know, they gave him about the week off. He hasn't been on this whole week. I don't know if he was on vacation, but he hasn't been on. So they're going to let that settle down. CNN does back him. They do support him. And they're like, okay, you know, we do agree with him. But I don't think anybody else is going to come up to him like that. I mean, you know what? They probably will. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? I wonder if they would have said the same thing. Like if Don Lemon would have did that shit with it went down the same mm. way. You know what I mean? mean? with him getting all rowdy and was like, yo, I'll wreck your shit. Yeah. I wonder <laughs> come if, like, on, say it now. It's Don different Lemon. than it is on TV, right? Come on, yeah. say it again. Yeah. I wonder if Don Lemon would have did some shit. CNN would have been like, oh, you know what? We understand how he feels. But, well, he's going through his own issues right now. Um, we didn't talk about that, but I do want... He's been on hiatus, too, this week. Really? What happened to Don? Don is being sued by a man um, at a bar in, in Hampton about a year ago. He's being sued for sexual assault. Really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yep. Leave Don alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Don so is... So, Don um, got me, too? Damn. Yeah, he got me, too. Damn. Yeah. Basically, uh, this man has been trying to get money from Don. Like, yo, let's settle this out of court. And Don was like, no, no, no. And so then now he's. But see what I'm saying? So my thing is, though, it's like this. And this is the whole situation about the meat. And I know we're going off topic. Mm -hmm. But you're guilty until you're proven innocent. Like, I understand. I'm not taking the right away from any woman to sit back and say, like, you know what? I was wronged. And. This is what he did and, you know, and let my voices be heard, whatever, whatever. My concern is, is that like prime example, it's not even about women. It's just about the victim. So right. if I say right now, like, you know, I was at a bar and Jenny Jackson grabbed my butt and it didn't happen. But I say that it happened. All of a sudden now I put her career in jeopardy. She stops making money. She has to go on hiatus. She has to do all these things. And the truth hasn't even come out yet. Like Don, like to me, if listen, if if I'm suing Don Lemon for sexual assault, that's a criminal case, right? Why am I trying to settle that out of court? Like, why am I trying to get money out of it? Like, if I really want justice to be heard, I would want charges against you, not money, because then to me it looks like a money grab. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I just like like when they did that to uh, what's that boy that was on um, Kevin Spacey. No, not Kevin Spacey, the uh, black dude who gets who just got he got jammed up. Um, um the Neil deGrasse, he was the, he was one, but there was another one. I, I can't know, think. Michael so Michael Bazin was it? Was I it? don't know him. He's the radio. I yeah, but yeah, I didn't dude, know Michael Bazin got caught up. Huh? I think it's Michael Bazin, right? He got caught up. I didn't know that. Look, look it up right quick. I think he got. I think he got caught up too. I think because he lost his show on um PBS, didn't he? Oh, uh, Ricky. Was it Travis? It's not Michael Bazin that you're talking about. It was another guy. Oh my goodness! He did have that show call, on PBS I just for a long like time. A brain freeze. I can't remember what his name is. Travis Smiley. Travis Smiley. That's who it was. My fault, Michael Bazin. I got your name caught up <laughs> in some shit. Nah, but it was Tavis Smiley. Like, yeah, they, they That was back in 2017. He got caught up and his show got dropped by PBS amid just the allegations. Yeah, it's like once you 
once your name has been brought up, you know. So I don't know if Don Lemon right now is on vacation or if CNN just said, okay, let's give you some time to deal with this. So both of them. So, you know, there is a late night, um, I guess the whole agenda is Anderson Cooper, then it's Chris Cuomo, then Don Lemon, and that's how they close out their night. Two of the hosts have been out this week because of because of uh, their personal dilemmas that they're having. So more to come on that. We'll follow up with that. <laughs> All right. And then uh, we have, we always have fun discussions here, especially Glenn and I, we talk about so many different things um, like a Seinfeld episode, almost like it's about nothing, but we really had a conversation with some family and friends recently about, do you use a washcloth? Or your hands. Okay, so let me give you some backstory. <laughs> right? There is a stereotype that white people don't use washcloths, that they just use their hand and soap to wash their ass. And I'm not saying that all white people do it because that's just, that would be wrong. But it has been brought out there. And we had a discussion about that nasty shit. And I said that <laughs> it's nasty as hell. For you to take a bar of soap, wash your ass with it. Like wash, you wash. Well, that's your one of the thing. Do you take the soap and wash it? Like take the actual bar of soap and rub it against your skin, or do you just sudge up your hands and then take your hands that have all the bubbles on it and then wash yourself with your hands? I think it's a little bit of both. But here goes what's concerning <laughs> to me. So you wash the crack of your ass. Oh God, here we go. So you taking your hand. <laughs> Wash it in the crack of your ass, and then you touch the soap again. <laughs> and then tomorrow you wash your face with that ass soap, and then you wash your ass again. And then the next day is double ass juice because you done <laughs> did it soap. two days in a row. Okay, well you know what? It's, it's just disgusting. popped. You know, I do use a washcloth, but I'm just saying, devil's advocate here. What isn't the same thing to be said about the washcloth? So the washcloth, you take the soap, you rub it on the washcloth. Then you take that washcloth now and you wash your butt with it. Yes. And then you rinse it. And then now you take the soap again. No, nigga. And I put didn't it know, on I didn't the washcloth. Because the next day I get a new washcloth and a new No, towel. I'm talking about in the same shower session. I use liquid soap. I use liquid soap. <laughs> I do too. Okay, so I don't even use a bar <laughs> of soap. So I can do soap to washcloth multiple times without <laughs> contaminating But have anything. you thought about that? Don't you? No. If, you, if I'm just Listen, thinking about it. The last thing. I wash is my ass. I, know, I wash Glenn. everything else. I know. I wash my ass, and then that washcloth is done. Yes. It is done. It's going into the dirty clothes. Yes. Soon it's done. as and then we get the next out the shower, day, I get a new washcloth, fresh washcloth every day, and a fresh towel every there day. I get it, there but it go. just dawned on me about isn't it the same thing? If you are a person who uses a bar of soap and you use a washcloth, if you are going to suds up. The bar of soap in the washcloth to get it all sudsy. You put the bar of soap back in the soap dish and you take your sudsy washcloth and you're washing yourself. And then you put the soap back on the washcloth and suds it up again. Because we all, I know for me, my magic number is three. I wash my areas three times before I get out. I mean, but I'm not using a bar of soap right now. But when I when did, you wash areas three times, and you don't, you don't go like front to back, then front to back, then front to back again. <laughs> oh Lord! <laughs> oh my going God! On? <laughs> What's going on right now? Do we have a conversation? Do we need to cut the feed and start talking about your shit on the back end? I have a system. I don't know what the fuck okay. that system is. First of all, I always you know faces first, 
and then I move out under arms and so on, and then your yeah your private areas are the last things you do. I understand that, but my concern is yeah. the order in which that is done. No, is it front I, to back, back to front, front to back, back front to front again? To is it front, 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 it, back, back, front, back. front? That's exactly <laughs> what it is. I mean, for I'm sure people want to hear hear this. I mean, God, I can't believe we're getting this granular, but yeah, you got granular. It's front, you front, said front, I wash my private back, areas back, back, three times. It's, so yes, I, I do. To, listen, people, <laughs> I need to know this for my own personal safety. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I need to know if it's front to back action I, during the washing. <laughs> I understand that might be no, too much TMI, but I need to know. I, even that has an order to me. It's an order of front, 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 then back, 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 and then done. Okay. okay? Right. So that's really that's, what I, I, it hey, is. I just needed to check. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe I that you made check. me go there. You just fucked anyway, up night. I use a washcloth. Okay. I'm about to say, because you might have just fucked up date night. You oh might Lord. have to be like, oh, no, baby girl. <laughs> No, no. Whatever. <laughs> no. Nah, I, I'm anal. Like I like I said, I don't use bars of soap. I use liquid soap and I use a washcloth because <laughs> again, I don't want to stick my hand in the crack of my ass without a barrier between my hand and my ass. It just doesn't make sense to but me. But people think that soap is an antibacterial substance in itself and that anything that touches it automatically is killed. Like all bacteria is killed, so I don't think you can kill ass juice. I'm just saying. like I just don't think you can kill ass juice. There like is once, a clip. Once I always soap play it. and shit mixed together, I heard you know on a sitcom, once soap and shit mixed just, together. I don't know Glenn, if that's washable. That's what people say, and that's what people think. I, there was a comedy show about it in which the person was like, "It's soap. It can't get dirty. It's soap." That is bullshit. <laughs> I don't know who said that. They ain't no scientists. I bet you people think Neil, that anything that goes on. So, for example, okay, let's go. Let's go this way. I get skeeved out when people use bars of soap for hand washing in a bathroom. I don't like it. It is, isn't it? And actually, you know, I just recently, I think it was last night, I was in that predicament. Like, what do I do? Do I touch the soap to wash my hands? I do not like washing my hands with bars of soap. Listen, I don't even like touching the dispenser top. I know. Like, I try to punch at it to try not to get my whole hand on that shit because it's disgusting. Because I know that you just took a shit (laughs) and you touched the top of this. Like, I'm so (laughs) skeeved about public bathrooms that I try not to touch nothing. I try. What happens? Tell me what you would do if you were met with a bathroom that had a bar of soap to wash your hands. What do you do? Oh fuck! I don't even know, dude. (laughs) Dude, I I probably probably just sit in the bathroom for ten minutes and and mow that shit over. Like I just, I don't know what the fuck to do. I know. I I would be skeeved. I would be super skeeved. I'm like, what do I do? Do I just? Ah, I wash my hands with the shampoo. Hand sanitizer in my car. Uh-huh. I would have washed my hands with the shampoo. Would've, I would have went in the shower. I was at I would have grabbed the shampoo and I would have washed my fucking hands with the shampoo. Because it'd be no way in fucking hell I'm taking and touching that shit soap. Because shit, listen, people, if you're at home and you're listening to this podcast, once shit and water touches together, it's done. It's, really? done. it's done. That soap is done. But the soap done. is antibacterial. So it ain't anti shit. Right. <laughs> Yes, it might be antibacterial, but anti shit is. I don't even know if it's antibacterial. I don't know. Some soaps are just for to smell good. I mean, does it really kill a bacteria? I don't know. But people 
have different philosophies on it. And so use a washcloth, you nasty son of a bitches. If you're listening to this right now <laughs> and you using your goddamn hand, stop that nasty shit. Stop or it. comment and let us stop know, it. respond, you know, please. And let us know what you're using. Do you use your hands? Do you use your uh, washcloth? Let us know. We would love to know if we're alone in the universe of using washcloths. Yeah, and if you are a person, right, yeah, who uses making, their hands. That's not me judgment. No, no, no. No, fuck that. I'm judging you. She's not judging you, but fuck you. I'm judging I'm you. I'm not judging. If you are a person that washes your hands, I mean, uses the soap and no washcloth, and you stick your hand up to cracking your ass to wash it, <laughs> you need to sit back right now and get some antibacterial wipes and clean your motherfucking keyboard. Oh my clean God. your mouse, clean your the refrigerator, clean everything, because the shit is disgusting. You got shit fingers. I don't care. I'm judging you. You got shit fingers. No, soap doesn't get dirty. It kills everything. It kills nothing <laughs> if it's got shit on it. All right, let us know. Please comment and please subscribe and let us know what you uh, think about today's topics and join us next week for another episode of Podcasting While Black. With your shitty fingers. (laughs) Thank you. Bye-bye. Deuces.